going to start recording this while you talk, just so I can make sure. I want to look to make sure my levels look good. Okay, so I don't see you. Are you going to... Yeah, yeah. Are you going to put your picture on? I hear honking or something. All right, so you got to turn that down. Put your headphones on. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So, yeah. So we're recording. So now all we need to... All right. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Now, 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 now. No, 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 no. Yeah. We're good on Zoom. No, I cannot see you at this moment. There he is. So, yeah, we're doing the one, two, three, four clap, right? Like that? Yeah. I already started recording, so you're going to get me a little bit longer, which is fine. Two. Three. That's beautiful. And my name is Brian Roig. We are just a couple of California guys who studied spirituality all over the world, collecting a bunch of academic degrees as well, and bringing it right back here to you. And let's explore a little bit. Cyril, what is the topic of the day? All right. Well, I was just trying, you, before you were telling me it, it was too long, so I was just trying to go as quickly as possible. All right, don't worry, don't worry about how I'm talking. Don't worry about how I'm talking. Just don't worry about it. Let's go. Here, let's, okay. One, two, three. What are you doing? <laughs> Look at me. One, two, three. My name is Brian Roig, and we are just a couple of California guys who collected a bunch of academic degrees, studying spirituality all over the world, bringing it right back here to you. And Cyril, what is the topic of the day? I love that. Tell me more. Yeah, a little bit. I'd love to just talk to me about that. Like, give me some guidance here. Mm hmm.
Well, I, I think it's uh, you have to start small. Uh, so I will start to equate it with fitness training because it's something that I have a lot of experience with. Back in the day, I was a you know certified personal trainer. All this, I, you know, I teach martial arts. So I think it's a lot. A lot of it is about baby steps, and you have to you know split it into different categories. When you look at you know physical fitness training, you have your cardiovascular training, you have your stretches you know, flexibility training, you have your weight training, strength training. So you have to kind of bucket things, I think, and kind of get some perspective and go, okay, well, where do I start? How am I going to build these spiritual muscles? Uh, Yeah. Well, it's like anything else, right? You, (laughs) if you want to grow, you have to have a strong foundation. And the only way you can have a strong foundation is building those muscles. You know, you don't want to be like a lifeless blob. You know, you, you see these, these these people that they sit on the couch all day eating Doritos and bonbons or whatever, <laughs> watching television, and they're just, you know, lifeless blobs. There's no life. So in order to kind of gain real life, Real life comes from spiritual depth and spiritual cultivation. So you got to start somewhere. And, you know, if, if you can go to the gym and have a personal trainer, you should be able to have some kind of personal trainer when it comes to spiritual exercise and spiritual development. And I think finding the right personal trainer is a big challenge. So a lot of times you just have to kind of get in a good group, find a couple of people that are interested in developing their spiritual muscles as well, and start small. Like, you know, I don't know. I, I recently, get this, I recently joined a group that focuses on breath work. So they have like this, we have like this little Zoom meeting twice a week uh, in the morning. And we've been working on like breath and the power of breath. And I thought that was fascinating. And I'll tell you, in just doing two sessions, I feel a difference in terms of being more connected, being more centered, and it's actually helped my spiritual practice tremendously. So starting with something like that, maybe just starting with breath work and starting with how, how to be present, you know, I think are key components in terms of building spiritual muscles. Yeah, I, I've heard that saying. Yeah, yeah.
to an extent, yes. And I'll, I'll kind of share with you where maybe I would kind of push back on that a little bit. Um, in my business life side of things, we, we've repeatedly had to, t- over the years, take these tests where they try and fit you into different categories. What type of person are you? And, you know, are you like the social animal? Are you this type of person that needs a lot of interaction? I, I, every time I do this test, I get the exact same results. I'm what's called the lone wolf. So <laughs> I, I'm very independent. I'm very independent minded. I like doing things how I like doing them. I like doing them on, on my own. That being said, I don't mind and I enjoy a certain degree of social interaction when it comes to my spiritual growth and spiritual development. But for me, it has to be very small circles. I am not a fan of big congregations. You cannot get, I, it is, it makes my skin crawl going into big festival situations or going into a big religious institutional like church or temple or something. I I don't like that. Nah, it's it's just it's just not for me. I uh, you know, but I, I appreciate what people do. I can't. I, I'm not a fan of like all of a sudden there's like a thousand people around me sitting and bowing down or just doing whatever. That's just not my vibe. Um, I understand how it fills a lot of people up. They feel the need to have a bunch of people around them, but I don't need. Here's the thing. Here's where what it comes down to. I personally do not ve- need validation from others in order to uh, have my personal spiritual development and build my spiritual muscles. And I think a lot of times when people are in a group, they do that, number one, because they have very little faith or weak faith, right? Like you were talking about faith versus works. And then the other part of that, I feel like they don't put in the action, the individual action. They don't put the self-work in to develop their own spiritual self-worth. And I think that that's critical. You know, because when I'm going to the gym, like, dude, I train six days a week, seven days a week, okay? I'm in the gym lifting weights in the morning. I'm teaching, you know, martial arts at night. So I'm always engaged in all this activity. When I go to the gym, I go to by myself. Once in a while, a friend of mine, uh, you know, he comes with me or I meet him there. But, boy, sometimes he's a pain in the butt because he talks too much. And I just want to train. <laughs> so for me... A lot of times I'm very much like, I just want to be in the zone. I want to just crank my metal really loud when I'm, when I'm training and I just want to do my thing. Other people are like, no, I need that group environment. I just, you know, mm-hmm. right. It's <laughs> just like a lifeless blob.
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, it, you know, what it comes down to is you have to get, number one, I think you have to get organized. And I highly suggest anybody who is listening, right, for all of our listeners, try this. Number one, get yourself a, some type of goal planner or an activity planner, like a planner book. You can get it at a bookstore, get it on Amazon or whatever. Start writing your goals and your intentions. You have to set your intentions for the day first thing in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I have it for I have it for the week. I have it for the month. I have it for the day. I, I set my intention every morning. A lot of times I have stuff the night before that I have ready to go. Sometimes I have it on a physical piece of paper. Sometimes I just have it in my calendar. It pops up right on my phone. Um, so I know, okay, boom, here's what I'm doing. Boom, 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 boom. So I already know my first thing is I have my, like we, we've talked about before, I have my five minutes in the morning. So my five minutes of my personal spiritual meditation in the morning, that's what gets me going to meet the day. Uh, I think another thing you have to do is start picking spiritual literature that resonates with you, not what with resonates with your friend or your cousin or your spouse, what resonates with you. And that is incredibly important because we don't want to have what I would call spiritual peer pressure. And what spiritual peer pressure is, is somebody saying to you, oh, well, you just got to check out this or like people like this book called The Four Agreements or is, uh, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Look, I, I, I couldn't get through five minutes of that guy's audiobook. It had like these little bells ringing. I didn't like his voice. I don't care what the message was supposed to be. It turned me off. And you have tons of people going, oh, this is the greatest treasure ever. Not for me. <laughs> so you have to have enough um, uh, to use a, a yeah, self-confidence, I'll use an old Yiddish term. You have to have enough of your own personal chutzpah, which means your own personal self, self-identification self to be like, no, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to read this book, right? So if it's, if it's something like, you know, you want to read the Quran, read the Quran. Or if there's some Sufi mystic that had a special book, there's actually a Sufi mystic that had a book that came out. I got to look at it. I saved it on Amazon that I plan on buying for myself. It looked really cool. If you want to read the Bhagavad Gita, read the Bhagavad Gita, whatever that spiritual book is. If you want to read the Tibetan Book of the Dead, you do that. I don't care if all of your friends say you're crazy for reading that. Why would you want to read that? That's so boring. You should read, you know, uh, the Stephen Hawkins Origin of the Universe. Bullshit. You pick the book that works for you. Do not succumb to spiritual peer pressure. And ultimately, if you can find some kind of guide, right, or some kind of spiritual personal trainer that can get you where you need to go, and you can kind of consider us, right? We're not, we're not saying, here, give us $500 a month and we'll train you up spiritually. But kind of look at this Shaping Spirit podcast, what you know, we're doing here as like kind of like your basic spiritual personal trainers, right? We're trying to get you motivated to find your path, develop your path, and root yourself. That's key. How are you going to root yourself? This is by starting with the basics to build your spiritual muscles. You have to have good roots to order in order to build that foundation to grow spiritually, right? And protect it. Thoughts?
Which one? Oh, wow. That's cool. You know what? I've never heard that. I love that. That's cool. We got to, you know what? We got to sit with that for a second because... That's pretty intense, man. And and you're right. We we collectively as a society, we are so bewildered by everything that's going on around us. This material consumption, the news, and all this chaos and the the polarization. If you're living in the United States from one political party to the other and this news channel to this news channel and all this nonsense when ultimately none of it matters and none of it's going to help you develop spiritually. None of it. Getting sucked into the chaos of conflict, the chaos of conflict is going to drag you down into such a low level where you're going to become agitated by everyone and everything to the point where you're so sensitive that... No, 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 this is wrong. No, 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 no. You didn't, you're not doing the same thing I'm doing. No. We have to be rooted, right? And I think that that, that analogy that you just brought is just, it's, it's brilliant. I've never heard that before. And that, wow, that just knocked my socks off, man. Thank you for that. <laughs> we're your spiritual personal trainers guys and uh yeah and guess what what we've talked about before and i want i do want to reiterate this point is um spirituality is free so if somebody's saying hey if you give me a thousand dollars a month i'm going to teach you how to be spiritual please kick him in the face and run away run 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 as fast as you can <laughs> Because that's bogus, man. That that is absolutely bogus. You want to buy a book? Go buy a book. Okay. If you want to buy a DVD or get a lecture or subscribe to a, a you know some person's lecture, or you want to donate to somebody who, who who you think has really helped others, and you know and you want to help other people, great. But if somebody's telling you and hoodwinking you, hey, for X amount of dollars, I'm going to make you spiritual. Please, that is the that is one of the biggest cons you could ever run into. Wouldn't you agree? (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen the show Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David? Okay. Do you know who Larry David is? Okay. No, well, a lot of people don't. So you've heard of the show Seinfeld, right? It was a very popular show in the 90s. Okay. So Larry David was the creator of Seinfeld, the show with Jerry Seinfeld. So years later, he created a, a show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. And here's the reason for the setup with this. There's one episode where he he uh, he and his friend are arguing over uh, like a, a special spiritual mantra that one of them bought, and he's like, "Hey, I need it because I, I gotta I gotta cure something in my life. I need I need to borrow your mantra." He's like, "No, no, no! I paid this money. I, I you can't have it." And so he's practicing the mantra and he's practicing and he's like doing all this stuff, thinking it's good. Then he finds out from his friend that the mantra that this guy paid for means fuck you. Then he says, oh, I've been saying, or no, he says fuck me. It says like, it's saying fuck me, fuck me. He's like, fuck me, no, fuck you, after he finds out what it is. So yeah, please, you buying this some mantra, you don't know what the hell it really is. Unless you're going to somebody who's an expert in that language and an expert in that, in that art and study and that particular spiritual path, guess what? They're going to give it, to, to people, they're not going to charge you money for it. And again, that's a fraud. Yeah. 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 Well, every every religious tradition does it. Well, that that's a different that's a whole different matter, right? That's that that's something we're like, okay, what we've talked about before, religion versus spirituality, you know, that's your flavor. And if it's something where like, okay, you feel like contributing to this particular religious organization and it's fulfilling you spiritually that's that's a different story altogether because you're contributing to the success of the mission right the success of the distribution it's not like hey i got a special secret mantra for you you know give me five thousand dollars and then i'll let you have it but don't tell anybody what it was that i think is different so what you're saying you know donations to a church and you know wherever you go helping out, giving stuff like that. That's a, that's a different thing altogether, you know? So I don't really think that's a devil's advocate thing. I think it's more just a clarification in my point. I'm just saying there's a lot of con artists out there that can consider themselves spiritual beings and say, I'm going to save you come up in stage, give me a thousand dollars. I'm going to whack you with my coat over your head and magically the devil's going to come out of you, you know, or, (laughs) No, no, or, or you have like, like I said, you know, guys that say like they take like these stories and they go, I, I came out of the desert and I had these special realizations and I'm 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 healing people with cancer now and guess what? I can make you a millionaire. All you have to do is study with me, give me all your money, and I'm gonna make you rich beyond your wildest dreams. This is what I'm talking about. Maybe one way we'll do a, a, a podcast on spiritual con artists. That might be kind of fun. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a variety of different ways to grow muscles physically, right? Or to become physically strong. Some people use calisthenics and just do body weight exercises. You can have progressive resistance loads. So meaning you can do heavier weights, lower repetitions, higher higher repetitions, lower weights. I kind of do a mix of everything. But yeah, you have to push yourself a little bit. Yeah, it is. And, you know, to that point, uh, I dovetail a, a little bit because I've seen people fall where they give up on their spiritual path or their spiritual development because they push themselves too hard. So the key, I think, when we are building our spiritual muscles is to push ourselves where it motivates us to continue. Right? Long to, We, we got to play the long game here. We're playing the long game. <laughs> this is a lifetime. Yeah, this is a lifetime game. So we, how when we're playing the long game of spiritual development and spiritual, spiritual growth, building these spiritual muscles, you cannot, it's just like somebody going to the gym, lifting weights, going home, looking in the mirror, going, well, my muscles didn't grow. No, but look at yourself in a year, right? So this is why we always have to check in with ourselves, have our contemplation and our spiritual reflection so that we see our growth over time. It's not that all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I, I, I'm so wise now. Look how much I've grown spiritually. I'm, I'm, I, I'm so profound. Yeah, it's not that. I think one of the key things 
in terms of your spiritual growth and building your base is humility. Right? So the more you grow spiritually, I believe the more humble you become and you start to realize, wow, I don't know anything. Wow, I need more guidance. Exactly. <laughs> you can't brag about it. I mean, if you do, you look like an ass. You look like a complete asshole if you do. You walk into a room and go, oh, I'm so humble. I, I remember, I remember, it, it just funny joke really quick. Well, it's a funny story. So this woman, uh, years ago, she didn't like the fact that I was a vegetarian. And I was at this, I'll save the details, but I was at this dinner party and I shouldn't have even been at this dinner party, but unfortunately I was obligated to be at this particular dinner party with these people. And she's talking about how this Buddhist monk was so humble because she, she was just not just constantly nagging and nudging at me that I'm a vegetarian and how I was so arrogant for not eating barbecue because I don't want to put animal flesh in my body. I'm arrogant. So she said, and this Buddhist monk, he was so humble that he would eat whatever anybody gave him, even though he was a vegetarian. So when people gave him a steak, he ate it because he was so humble. I go, that's not humility. That's stupid. I go, that's just, that's just being a dumbass. And she's like, well, how could you say something like that? Okay. I go, let me just shift it on you. If I handed you a bowl of shit, would you eat it because you're humble? And she's like, no, how could you say something like that? Well, to me, you put a bowl of steak in front of my face is just the same as eating a bowl of shit. So, no, I'm going to defend myself. And it has nothing to do, at that point, it has nothing to do with humility. It has to do with you insulting my values. I'm not pushing my values on you. But, you know, don't say to me that a Buddhist monk was so humble because he decided to eat a bowl of shit. Because if I handed you a bowl of shit right now, you would be offended. So, you know, we, we have to understand, like I, like I was saying at the beginning of the, of the podcast, when we are developing our spiritual muscles, we cannot succumb to peer pressure. Okay? This is very important. This is why a lot of times, this is, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of peer pressure in everything we do. From the time we're children, all the way through adulthood, you work a corporate job. You have a bunch of corporate assholes around you. Be like us. Be like us. Well, that's not our corporate culture. You can't say that. You can't be that. Fuck you. Pardon my language, but I'll be who I am whenever I want. So this 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 sense of, oh, well, you have to be like us. Otherwise, you are inferior to us. No, sorry. I reject that categorically. And in developing our spiritual muscles, you have to have that durability you have to have that belief in yourself, that faith in, in, in your mission, your personal mission, your personal growth to build that spiritual strength, to kind of look at everybody and say, whoever's with me, you can join me. If you, want, if you don't want to join me, you're not with me, get the hell out of my way. Right? Because
Yeah, it, re it really is. And it you have to protect that because what, what I have noticed, and you know, I'd love to hear your thought on this, when you start to progress spiritually, even if you don't talk to anybody about it, there's people that will see it. Some will be happy for you. Other people will be envious. And they will do everything they can to chop you down. And you want to stay away from those types of vampires, those types of psychic vampires. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh well, you know, that was that was our old school mentor who did that book, Wade Clark Roof. Oh, Clark. Rest in peace. Yeah. It's funny funny story, guys. Uh we were actually planning to we were thinking we should invite him on the podcast, then I looked it up and he Yeah, sadly he passed away uh a few years ago. And uh, broke my heart reading that because I was like man Clark he was so funny and he would have been so good he would have been so pr I, I believe he'd be so proud of us that we're doing this you know he, he was what a what a gentleman what an amazing man I, I I learned so much from him and he gave me so much rope he gave me so much freedom in my in my studies one of my finals no joke everybody's writing all these papers he let me write a song and I literally performed the song in front of the whole class at a park. He's like, all right, all right, Brian, yeah, you got an A, don't worry. You know what you're doing. And that's that's just the way he was because he never, like, he never just let me do it. I have to do it, like, the way everybody else was doing it. You know, he just let me kind of roll with, roll with it. <laughs> so I got an A in that particular class just by writing a, a, a song about this particular spiritual topic and that was pretty awesome yeah mm. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 I, yeah, I uh I well a lot of my friends when I started really getting into my spiritual life it was something very similar. You know, like it first started with a couple of books. A friend of mine had come back from summer and had a book. He's just like I started reading a couple of pages. I can't make any any headway on this and I was kind of like the group pundit, so to speak, right? I read everything. I was a voracious reader, so they always appreciated. Hey, g- dude, can you read this and tell us what it means? <laughs> Whatever it was, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Life's so so. I read the book and I was laughing and crying through this book. He's like, well what's wrong? I go, dude, this book right here, this little thing that I was reading, I go, this contains the answers to everything you would ever want to know. He's like, well, read it and just kind of tell me, you know, at the end. So I kind of gave him a synopsis afterwards and it changed personally. It changed my life completely. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, rock and roll chaos in my life. And we'll just leave it at that, that I, I, you know, snapped out of my, uh, you know, behavior pretty quickly. It was like immediate, and then one of my other friends, who's actually a world-famous uh, scientist and lecturer right now, and maybe one of these days we'll figure out how to uh, get him on the podcast or something. But uh, if you look around, you'll, you'll find out who I'm, know who I'm talking about without naming names. He comes up to me one day, he says, so, because he, he knew me, and you know, we, we're all good friends. He's like, so are you doing all this because you like getting the free food? Or are you doing this because you actually like the philosophy? And I was—I looked him dead in the eye, and I go, "Both, <laughs> you know, poor college student. I didn't have any money. If I had five bucks to like make it through the week to eat, you know, I was eating beans and rice and just scraps of whatever I could get. But you know, I was going somewhere where I could get free free meals. Like, oh my God, I could get a meal." All I need to do is vacuum the rug and hang out and listen to a lecture and you'll feed me food and I get to read books. Sign me up, you know, and he looked at me like I was 
all of a sudden his buddy became an alien. What do you mean you want free food and books? I'm like, dude, you're studying all this science stuff. And I'm like, so I'm doing it. I'm studying spiritual science. He's like, and he's like, that's over my head, man. I just can't. He's like, I can't wrap my head around it. And the funny thing is, is now, like I said, he's got world famous podcast. He's lecturing all over the country, just about pure chemicals and science and medical stuff. And he's very brilliant in his lane. Right. But it's funny, like how he went one way, I went the other. And it's just like one of these days I will try and wrangle him in and get him on and people freak out uh, when, if, when the stories come out, but it's, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I would say be realistic with your goals and your expectations. And remember, a good measurement, a good measuring stick is your humility. The more you acknowledge you don't know, the more you're growing. And the more satisfaction you get in giving, the more you're growing spiritually. So those are, those are the two things I, I would say right there. That measurement of humility, wow, I don't know that much. I need to learn more, right? And getting satisfaction in giving. Giving to others, helping others really ex and extending compassion and empathy to all those in need. That's that. But measure yourself. Just take your time with it. We're playing the long game here. I've seen too many people where they're like very rigid in their spiritual practice and they're new, right? They're like three months in, six months in. They're standing up straight. They got uh, very unique headstands or they're practicing certain prayers and stuff like this. And they're like going, well, I'm better at this because look, I can do this for three hours straight. I'm like, good luck with that, buddy. Let's see how long you last. And inevitably, you know, six months later, a year later, whatever, they're gone. They're just gone. They're just out. Yeah, I wasn't interested anymore. I fell off because they went too intense all at once. You have this burst of enthusiasm and that intensity wanes, right? Measure your expectations. I don't have good days in the gym every day. There's days that I suck. There's days I suck on the mat when I'm teaching and my body's all creaking and aching. And, but I'm measuring growth over time. So if we really kind of measure our growth over time, be patient with your growth. Start small. Don't pick up a 100-pound weight in the gym and go, here, I'm just going to curl this. No, you pick up a 2-pound weight. Let me see how I can do it with proper form, form and function. So met, so practice your spiritual, building your spiritual muscles with the same intentions. Form and function. Be careful with what you're doing. Find good guidance. Hang out with us here at Shaping Spirit Podcast. 
right? And, uh, you know, just have good people around you that will uplift you and be proud of you and happy for your, your path and not try and detract you because those are the type of, of nut cases you don't want in your life. Avoid the toxicity, avoid the psychic vampires, and let's have fun growing together. Love it. <laughs> we got two things. One, you are not your body. Two, you are not matter, but we all matter. Love it. Thank you, thank you.